Hello everybody, hello everybody and welcome to a, a special episode of the wonderful world of football shirts. It's special because it's short. Um, as you all know, because we've told you already, me and Mark are going off in various directions in the world and we're finding it hard to find the time to come together. So we just wanted to get together really quickly before Mark jets off on his flight to Spain to um, really quickly announce the winners of our special competition. Um I really, first of all, want to say thank you to everybody that took part. Um, we are a tiny little podcast. We are a drop in the ocean. So the fact that some people took part was just quite sweet. Um, Mark, say hello first. Hello, everyone. Hello. And hello to you, Richard. Um, I will echo what you said. Um, I actually really enjoyed readings about some of the shirts that people um, that people really liked. Um, it's nice to get um different thoughts and opinions from people and i think the reason why we started making this was really because and i think back about the sort of first episodes and we talked a lot about like memories and i talked a lot about a lot of arsenal shirts about like the memories that i have of those shirts and it's really nice to to read about the older shirts that you know some of the people that listen to this podcast like um so yeah i thought that was really sweet couldn't have said it better myself buddy yeah so there were some worthwhile contenders that we will really quickly touch upon. Um, there was the cream Liverpool away kit sent in to us by Matt Wright, which uh, was something that we talked about on the last but one episode, I think, because we saw yeah. the Ox wear um, it. And that's yeah. a very similar colour to the new Liverpool away kit that got leaked. Yeah. Um, there was also a... A Man United away shirt sent in by Luke, um, who said that the black away kit was very similar to that kind of 92 Man United blue design, which I really liked as well. Uh, One of your favourites was the Crystal Palace shirt, wasn't it? Yeah, big shout out to Metal Pauly, the the Palace home kit with... um the big red and blue stripes, the TDK logo. I think, did they make like cassette, video cassettes, TDK? It sounds like it. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my buddy Nick, who, um, big Blackburn fan, liked the um, 0102 away kit. It seemed to be a lot of away kits. Well, I think everybody follows in your footsteps by like... Yeah, that's true. Let's not beat around the bush about it. You can be a bit more adventurous with away kits. There's probably more memorable away kits because of the fact that you can be a bit more outlandish. Yeah, and also there's something about seeing... And I know that we talked a couple of weeks ago about um, the FA Cup and seeing your team lift a trophy in their home kit. But I think there's also something quite special about seeing your team playing in their away kits, playing away from home, almost being like behind enemy lines, like winning a game in a, maybe a game that you're not supposed to win and seeing your team do that in not their home kit. I think there's also something quite nice about that. Um, so, yeah, really interesting to see a lot of away kits on 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 this list. Yeah. Oh, uh, finally, the chap that we mentioned uh, in previous episodes, uh, Shirts and Coffee or Coffee and Shirts, um, mentioning, I had a lovely little kind of conversation with him about the Republic of Ireland um, 2002 World Cup shirt because 
uh, well, I think we touched upon it when you were talking about a Brazil shirt a f- well, quite a lot of episodes ago. Mm. You and I have those distinct memories of that World Cup and particularly I have very fond memories of that and even watching Ireland do as well as they did and uh, remembering the Robbie Keane last-minute equaliser against one of the best teams in the world, Germany, yeah. progressing through to the next stages of the competition. Yeah, shout out to the 1% uh, from listeners from Ireland, uh, Mr. Shirt and Coffee. But yes, shall we talk about some winners? Shall we talk about some winners? Now, how do you want to play this? Do you want to say a name first and then a shirt? Or do you want to say a shirt first, then a name? I think let's let's talk shirts first. Let's talk about this 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 one here that I think we both actually have probably never ever seen before. Um, so it, let me describe the shirt for you. And anyone who can guess this shirt from the description, I'm, I don't know, five gold stars for you. Um, so it is. <laughs> it's uh it's an away shirt from a team that now plays in league one i think uh, in the in, in england um it's primarily white um with some green trim around the collar and sort of on the upper sleeves where the sort of collarbone would be um and the tops of the sleeves are this sort of dark blue with almost like black and white they look sort of like snakes running through it um the shirt's made by Hummel, um, Mr. Hummel himself. Um, it's, it's got an old-school old badge of this team. And to give a slight clue, the badge is red and white. Um, and it's sponsored by Vox, as in V-A-U-X. I'm guessing that's... Is that Vauxhall or is that... No. Else? I've just found Vox out. Is. It's a brewery. Ah, it's a brewery. I like this shirt better. So, personally, apart from the uh, the the distinct lack of a sash, I believe this ticks a lot of our boxes for favourite shirts. It's definitely got that Hummel vibe that you're a big fan of. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, who is it? Sunderland ninety one to ninety three away kit, and it is a phenomenal choice. It was sent to us by Luke Murray. Yeah. L Murray thirteen on Instagram. Well done, you. You've won a T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, which uh, we'll be in contact with you and we'll get your size and we'll make one up for you and send it out to you. Um, the other one, the other winner, because we did say there were going to be two. We did, yeah. Is a shirt that we have mentioned on this podcast before and it is a rightful winner in its own right and I think would win many a competition Yeah, when it comes to football shirts. Um, think Eric Cantona looking incredibly pleased Think about Paul Parker looking like he's a deer in the headlights. <laughs> and Excellent think remembering Paul Parker. Alex Ferguson, yeah. And think Alex Ferguson wearing a big coat looking incredibly Alex Ferguson-esque. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. of yeah. course, the Manchester United Newton Heath throwback kit. Um, what year was it? 93, 94? 93, 94, yeah. Um... It's a great shirt. I mean, look, it's so iconic. It has, unfortunately um, for you, it has the, the lace neck, the lace, the lace up neck, I should say, um, which I know that you know, we think we talked about that in last week's episode that you are not a fan of and quite rightly so because it's um, pretty, pretty weird. I'm going to um, throw a little bit of else, little bit of 
nugget out there that Ooh. I kind of quite like about okay. this is actually now, now I think about it, the yellow and green of the Newton Heath away shirt, which that was, is actually now the colour of protest against the modern football and the glaziers. Mm-hmm. So United fans will go to games now with this yellow and green flag as a protest to the Glaziers. And there's yeah, something yeah. that really hits home. You know, we talk about St Pauli, we talk about Red Star, we talk about uh, Real Vallecano. These three teams are massive in that kind of protesting, peacefully kind of way. Yeah. And yet the biggest club in the world in Manchester United have that themselves almost like by accident. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. Um, yeah, you you will often see that. And I remember thinking, like, what the hell is like, this yellow and green got to do with Man United? Um, when I used to see um, when I used to see them, I think it's a lot more prevalent these days that they'll, um, you know, fans will turn up to the games with this. But <clears throat> it's a great shirt. Um, I love that you remembered Mr. Paul Parker. Um, shout out to him if he's listening. <laughs> um, and that was uh, that was entered into our um, into our competition by Mr. Lee Swallow. So, again, Lee, thank you. You are a winner. We'll get in touch with you and uh, get you a lovely T-shirt made up. Yeah, we will. Um, again, thank you to everybody that took part. We have me and Mark have really enjoyed reading through them, and I enjoyed commenting on all of them. And we'll have another giveaway soon. I'm sure. I'll get bored at home and invent a sticker or something, and then you can yeah. win some stickers. I love stickers. I love a good sticker. Maybe we could get some stickers made for you in Germany because you already mentioned how you love stickers in Germany. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Come a viral trend in Germany. Everyone's like, what is this? And you're like, it's my <laughs> podcast. And actually, it's, it's, it's great because you mentioned that you know, we're going our separate ways for a couple of weeks, but... With with some luck, maybe we'll do the next one in in the in the company of each other in real life. Who knows? Oh my god, that's uh, very exciting. Um, could be, could be. Right, so that's it. Um, hopefully, after we finish talking, the episode won't have finished because I would have found some other material to keep you occupied for a little bit. Um, but in the meantime, if you haven't already listened to the recommendations that Mark and I sent your way, please do. Yeah. They are really good. Otherwise, we wouldn't have suggested them. Um, I've got an ep- a, an ep- a plan for a new episode coming up, which is going to be a, a, a Euro 2020 special in yeah, which yeah. Uh, Mark and I will decide the winner of Euro 2020 based on their football kits alone. Love it. Knockout football at its finest. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, Mark, you look handsome. I always say that. I think you really suit an orange T-shirt for the benefit of the listeners who's wearing an orange T-shirt. All right. Oh, uh, very important. This is very, very important, and this is so important. It has to go on our special uh, announcing winning podcast episode. Apologies in advance if you can hear some random stuff going on in backgrounds other than a child saying hello. Um I am visiting my parents this week, so I'm without the normal recording apparatus. Yeah. Right. Mark, I won't say anything about fishes climbing up trees, but I will say this. Goodbye.
<laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
it's more so maybe the black one at that time, but that shirt reminds me so much of Andre Kinchelskis. Yeah, and yeah. I think he definitely didn't have it done up, and it was all flapping around as he was yeah running down, running down that wing. Yeah, and 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 that that I've I've got I brought out my my old my first shirts which I've kept. I mean I've sold so many tops along the way, but um yeah I've kept this lot and this is my favourite shirt which is the oh. black one and uh, you were just met you know just yeah, chatting about just, yeah but this is my favorite shirt and that's oh, my favorite player yeah lee sharp five on the back that my first ever game was was man united v villa at villa park and uh united wore that one and uh lee sharp scored two goals and did the little sharp dance at the end of it which was yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah i was obsessed with 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 him back then um, oh yes, 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 yes. This rivals it as my favourite ever shirt, which was the goalkeeper shirt for that that season. I was I'm a goalkeeper. Well, I was growing up anyway. In you know, too old for that now, <laughs> and too many injuries. But I I lived in this. Absolutely lived in it, and it is probably my favourite goalkeeper shirt of all time. It's like a a marbly whitey grey shirt with blue and yellow umbro umbro diamonds going all around it. But yeah, was that? Back in the day as well, when goalkeepers would wear the same shorts and socks as the players. Oh, right? yes. That, that for me, that's the one. That is the one. I, I, it, you very rarely see it nowadays. It's usually like lower down the leagues, but yeah, I, I still get a buzz off that. And goalkeeper shirts with long sleeves. <laughs> yeah. So I get mocked a bit by Mark on the podcast, especially for my knowledge of Man United. But actually, I think you and I are a similar age where... Yeah. They were so cool at that point. You know, yeah, I said yeah. I know the Lee Sharp dance. I could name you, <laughs> the, you know. Well, the I, team. I, I heard I heard you were doing the uh, the um, Come On Your Reds lyrics on yeah. a podcast the other week, and yeah, it's still drilled into my mind to this day as well. It's only because I think like my family, my dad took me to Wolves games early on, mm. and we had a hero in Steve Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was my focal point and I was given those shirts early whereas if I would have had the choice I may have gone for someone like a Man United because I mean yeah that, that black one is so cool yeah yeah it's my favorite I mean I've I, I brought an original um a, a few years ago um but <laughs> but I it was I, I got offered a ridiculous price for it so I I took it and I do I do regret it I always regret selling shirts no matter how much money you sell them for? Like I, I had the um, a, a ninety nine Champions League shirt, um, which was long sleeved, and you don't really see many of them. About not originals anyway. No, no. Um, and yeah, I was offered ridiculous money, probably about five or so years ago. And you know the the way that the market's gone nowadays, it probably would have doubled that as well. Maybe can't take them with you though. No, exactly, exactly that, <laughs> exactly that. I um I, I I gotta ask you really quickly on that ninety nine shirt because I only ever saw it on TV mm. and in a previous episode I wasn't I'm not a massive fan of it but again it kind of has really special memories yeah what is it like to is it is it a weird shirt is it, it a it, nice shirt I, I to be honest with you I I wasn't keen at at that at that point when it was released I didn't see the need for it. I I I I absolutely loved that um, home strip that we had that season. Anyway, the one with the uh, the zip collar and the yeah, umbro the umbro diamond down the sleeves, and that was that was an amazing shirt. And to be honest with you, 
I don't think we've had a better shirt since that. Anyway, as a United fan, everything that we've had since has kind of been, yeah, it's all right, but not nothing as special as that. So I didn't really see the need for it at that point. And it it was a different type of fit. It was just it was just a little bit different. But um, I think you grow to love it for, for what it represents. Exactly. Yeah. Let's skip ahead from you kind of like growing up watching Man United. Um, what inspired you to effectively paint on football shirts? Um, so, yeah, growing up, I used to used to spend weekends with my dad and my dad was a football obsessed as well. He had so many books, so many, so much, so much video footage, so many, like, we, we used to listen and watch and read everything that we could. And, um, like, I used to go around to his and spend the whole time, it was either football or music. And um, with football, I'd basically spend all day taking everything in. And then on on the evenings, I'd, I'd, I'd choose a league and I'd colour in. And, and draw every team in the league, give them a home and away kit, a goalie kit. Yeah. And that's kind of where I, I guess I learned more and more about the cultures of clubs, what their colours were, what their branding was, what their sort of history was, their their, their main players and stuff. And I've, I've always kind of done it. But yeah, um, so yeah, I kind of did it up to my teens really, where I'd just be designing football shirts. And then... Um, I got my my youngest is into a football and I got her a shirt for Christmas last year, yeah. Man United away shirt. And um I still get a bit of a buzz from receiving a football shirt regardless of whether I can wear it or not. So um I I got it out and I was like that's really cool. That's it's it's a nice shirt. It's cool material and stuff. But I just thought it's missing kind of something. And and I remember a design that I did for United where I put um like a big Lancashire rose type thing behind the badge. And I thought that would look really cool on this shirt. And it just stuck in my head. And, you know, this was Christmas time. And I, I kind of downloaded a little app and I, and I just drew it on. Just just drew it on. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then I decided to take a couple of other shirts, a couple of other teams and decide what I'd do for that. And then I was like, you know what? They look cool, these little demo things. But I kind of want to do one for real real yeah. life put something on a shirt and then did a bit of research thought about putting a bit of fabric paint on a shirt and seeing how it goes and yeah that's pretty much it. it i put some of the designs i was working on at christmas time um online got a little bit of interest off people and yeah it's just sort of snowballed into me me taking commissions for people and yeah from there really it's just it's just kind of moved on to what it is now and you know, just doing it for fun, really. Yeah, um, I have to say, again, I, I've gone through your back catalogue of back back catalogue of your Instagram uh, posts, and some of them are absolutely fantastic. Cheers, um, and my the first one that stuck out was the Liverpool kit, in which you painted effectively the kind of retro style of that kind of diamond, like glittery splatter on it. Yeah, really. that. Isn't it? Yeah, that old Adidas style kit yeah. with the with the kind of like a lines and yeah, little little arrows and little smudges here and there. Yeah, I thought I thought I what what I wanted to do originally was um 
have a little nod to the retro kits. And then I thought, well, why, why stop there? Why stop trying to make kits look old? Why not put a little tribute on them or, you know what I mean? And yeah. no boundaries, really. I just kind of want to do something, create something that's quite classic for, and fitting for that shirt and that club. Yeah, um, then the uh, Bayern Munich one, which has got that uh, kind of Germany esque mm. pattern on it, Plas- but obviously cla- you put it yeah. a proper nineties. That's so cool because well, what you've done there is you've taken a retro element from Germany football and put it on a club kit. So you can't, you have you. It's. It's just that kind of really cool element of taking something that's retro 90s and putting it on something that doesn't belong on. Yeah. But he's very much at home on it. Yeah, yeah. And that that's that stemmed from um just literally just messing about. I had a message off off a off a guy who was like, I've got a load of shirts. Um, do you want to put some on them? And it was just from me messing about and just trying different things on different shirts and and yeah, that was one of the one of the ideas that I come up with and I really, I haven't done that one as a real shirt yet, but yeah, I think I think that one would look great. So the process then is it just a process of I wouldn't say not elimination, but testing and trying different yeah colors and uh, techniques on yeah. shirts. Yeah, see how it definitely, works. definitely. I mean, when when I first started, I was kind of like um, I was creating these designs, and and it, and it was pretty much all on an app. You know, I. I I just wanted to make a shirt look like this, yeah. Without knowing the practicality of of doing it, um, so I'd when when someone would ask me, I've had a, a few people just say, I kind of want this shirt and maybe something like this on it. So then I'd throw a few ideas about, get the best looking shirt that I can, and then if they like it, then I kind of have to go about how to create it. Um, and sometimes it's it's a lot harder to get that design that you 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 intended. Um, for example, um, I did a Napoli shirt um, and put Maradona on it. Yes. Now that one, it was it was a nice big image, but that Kappa shirt, that Kappa combat material stretches, so you've got to yeah, kind of cool. take into account. Um, how the paint's going to take to the fabric, whether the image is going to be slightly distorted, where if it's worn, because I, I kind of want to make a shirt that could be could be worn. You can wear it out, you can play in it, you can frame it, you can have it as a collector's item. Yeah. It's completely up to you. Um, I mix uh, acrylic paint with a fabric medium, which gives it a bit more durability, makes it a bit more rubbery, makes it uh, more sturdy. And uh, yeah, that one was... That one was tricky. That one was kind of like um, working on the job, trying to you know alter certain little things to make the image look as as great as it can, um, but not necessarily exactly the same as what the kind of demo looked like. But yeah, it's kind of uh, tri- not trial and error, but yeah, working on the job, reacting to how the paint, the paint and the shirt come together. Those. Kappa kits from that kind of early noughties were yeah. revolutionary in football, weren't they, terms? Because they were so skin tight. Yeah, unforgiving as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thankfully, though, when I think I had a friend who had one and he let me wear it 
and at that point I was quite skinny, so it looked fine. But yeah. just imagine now seeing football fans of a certain age wearing that. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I think I had the um, the Italy jersey from was it two thousand two thousand and two. Um, yeah, it was very very tight. <laughs> Still, though, it's really iconic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And especially those Roma jerseys from the same, you know, around about the same time when they had Batistuta and Totti. And yeah, yeah that, that was a great looking jersey. So you start, you, you start doing those, you start making commissions. That Maradona one is phenomenal as well. Thank really you, big man. image. Yeah. Just the back of his, you know, shirt, the number 10. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, that, that turned out really well in the end. Really, really pleased and with that one. The one that is on your, I want to say it's your back right shoulder, is mm. one of the most recent ones, right? Yeah, the uh, Oasis definitely maybe one. So this is kind of like off the back of both you mentioning it and our last few podcasts we've been talking about the relationship between music and football. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. there is a team that is so synonymous with Oasis and it is Manchester City. So... Yeah, that's. We'll make sure we post a picture of it, but that is fantastic. Thank you, man. Yeah, I I, I really like that one. Um, obviously, being a United fan, and you know, I kind of <laughs> withheld from getting a City shirt for as long as I could. But yeah, man, it's 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 an iconic album cover, and it it, it had to go on a Man City shirt. It just had to. Yeah, and um, what I what's so good about it as well is the fact that that shirt is perfect because it's so plain and simple yeah. it gives you a, ba a base template to work on right yeah i mean I, I i quite enjoyed a lot of that umbro tailored range um oh, telling me yeah i mean i got a fair few england bits from back in the day when when that was it and um, yeah i enjoy i enjoy that one enjoy those shirts regardless of the badge that's on it <laughs> are there have there been um any kind of Apart from obviously there's different materials, have there been other challenges you faced? Because I know you've obviously worked on a Wolves one as well, right? Yeah, yeah, the Wolves one was was, yeah. I mean, the the, the hardest thing. I mean, it's all about learning, really. Like I said, I came up with the kind of idea to 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 do it in December time. Yeah. Um, I work full time and was put onto furlough in January. So it just gave me a little bit of extra time and it was keeping me sane more than anything. It was giving me, you know, something to, to work on, a love a little project to do. So, yeah, I mean, working on the Wolves top and... Um, oh, and the Gaza one. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, the Gaza, the Gaza one. I mean... You've done two it, of those, haven't you, now? Uh, just one. Just, just one. Just one at the moment, but I'm currently working on um, the blue away shirt you know with the pale blue collar the umbro one that's an umbro one as well and i'm i'm putting the same gaza image on that one as well so um i will probably be making that one available if anyone would like it um just keep an eye on the keep an eye on the site and we'll put some details up on there um but yeah the gaza one the gaza one was really good actually i mean there was a it was that one differed from from the demo because it was a little bit like um I wanted to keep the white of the England shirt that it was the image was going on as the main white for the Gaza shirt and just kind of have everything else standing out. But I kind of 
I kind of wanted it to pop out the shirt a little bit more. So I ended up putting a bit more white around it. So it's, they differ. They differ from what the original ideas are. Um, yeah, but similar to the Maradona one, it's kind of like uh, just just rolling with it and just trying to get as good an image as possible out there. And I've been lucky so far that the people that I've 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 done shirts for have been re they've been well received by them. You know, they could be like you know. This isn't this isn't like what, <laughs> what the image was, but no, they, they've they've gone down really well so far. Um, and the last one which I sent out was the Hibernian shirt, and that that one got a really good a really good um, reception from a lot of the like the Hibs community on Twitter on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And you know it, it kind of when you're working on them, I guess it I I might refer to it as like, like I, re I refer to stuff as demos and stuff just as a bit of a musical sense. But I guess it's kind of like when a band works on an album and they release it, there's that little bit of nervousness um, about sending sending your art or your work to, yeah. to somebody and hoping that they receive it well. And um, yeah, they, when it goes down well, it's a, it's a great feeling. And, and to be honest, I haven't had any bad reviews just yet. Or they've not said it to me anyway. <laughs> What I quite liked about the Hibernian one more so than the others is the fact that it's it's not one image. You no, kind of no, you've, yeah. you've you've you know you've attempted to try something different, and you've got little images all over the shirt. So yeah. you've expanded from being a single image to something even bigger, which I I think was amazing. Yeah, that that was that was a real hard hard going shirt. It was um it started off with I mean they've got this they call it like iconology i believe um where it's got all of their iconic images in this wallpaper style pattern and um it's all over the uh, easter road it's all over the website um and the guy who who requested the the commission was he worked at hibs at the time and uh he was like yeah i think i, I kind of want this going on i don't want it uh, to stand out, I want it nice and subtle inside the shirt, sort of thing, as if it's kind of like inside the material. Yeah. Um, and it was so precise. The wall, the the sort of wallpaper image was. There were clean, crisp circles and lines and straight lines. And working with paint on fabric, it is so hard to get that crisp, straight line or that perfect circle. So it was kind of like with the Maradona, like with the Gaza. I decided to try and add more textures to it, different shades of green, but still try and keep that subtleness to it. And yeah, I was glad that I was glad that Colin enjoyed it and he got it in time for the, the final, despite the result. Yeah. Sometimes football doesn't go our way. It but doesn't. Look, no, it doesn't. Nuts when he was wearing it. I, <laughs> I hope so as well. Um. Yeah. It's. <sighs> See, I, I like all of them. That you, again, I say again, you've done all you've done. That um, the Roma one was that more of a demo concept one that you did. It's a white, the white. Oh, with the with round. the Bowie, with the Bowie. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a concept. I've not produced that one yet. And um, to be honest, that's I'm... one we've kind of talked about before. Oh and right, that yeah. lightning bolt is yeah. It's on point, man. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And to be honest with you. I think I'd get the fear if, if doing that one because because it's got that great effect on it. I mean, I try my hardest to get it. I I, I get the like I said before. I, I just want to make the best looking shirt possible. So I will put everything that I can into making it the best looking shirt. 
once it gets agreed that that's the image that they want or if if i'm happy with it it's then me trying to work out how best to create it i you know if i was easy on myself i'd make probably a less more ambitious image but i um for for this one here this is a brand new one it's, it's still nearly i mean it's, i literally was working on it last night look at that but it's the new york city away shirt from a fair few years ago and i wanted to put biggie smalls on it so yeah <laughs> that's incredible thank you man i mean that that was an image that i've been wanting to do for a long long time and because i'd finished doing what other people had, had requested it's kind of time for me to be a bit self-indulgent and and create a shirt that I've i've always wanted to do well always i've wanted to do for a long time so yeah, that's that's literally the latest one that that's just been finished. I was working on it late last night. Well, that's an exclusive. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was kind of me finding an image, a perfect image of what I wanted to do, trying to find the shirt to fit it on. And this one's just perfect because it's got that nice bright orange piping and the little trims to match yeah, the sort of orange. Yeah, quite nicely. And the nice blues going on as well. So yeah, that was... Um, that was that was fun trying to do that. It was a lot of experimenting, and I feel as as you know, the more shirts happen, more experiments happen. You know, I I don't want to kind of stay just putting paint on shirts. You know, I want to kind of mix it up a little bit. Maybe try a couple of different materials, get a couple of yeah. different effects going on. But yeah, it's kind of kind of cool. It's come out quite nice. It's come out wicked, mate. Thank you. So I guess that was going to be my next question: is where, where do you see this going next? Is uh, is it something you'd want to kind of stick to that kind of painting of shirts, or do you think you would venture into more maybe um, having a blank shirt and making your own, or designing your own and printing it? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not limiting it to to just one thing. I I, I kind of. It was all trial and error from the start. And like I said, it's just snowballed. It's snowballed, snowballed, snowballed. And if someone wants something, my instant response is, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it or I'll try it or I'll... This is the image that I think would look great on a shirt and then I've got to work out how to do it. Um, so doing different materials, doing different shirts, different designs, different styles of designs, I'm all for it. Um, creating shirts... Like I said, I've been doing it since like I was six or seven with a pencil crayon, you know, on a Saturday night. I've, yeah. I, I'd love to do it. You know, I think everybody who's into football shirts thinks that they could design their, you know, their team shirt like better than anyone else. Like you could create a wolf shirt that you've, that, that's better, better than anything Adidas or, you know, yeah. have, have done. Um, so there's your opportunity, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be able to be able to do something like that. Um, I think, for me, I just want to be saying yes to different things. I saw that um, there's a. I mean, being on social media and part of a football shirt community, there's so many people that are are really invested in it, and it's such a passion. I mean, I thought that I. I, you know, I thought that I loved football shirts, but then when you you kind of delve into it and you get to know people and see the collections that people have got, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. And then I've noticed that um, I I got I didn't get tagged. Sorry, I saw it on my timeline on the weekend about someone doing a a show in Sheffield in August 
And I was thinking to myself, why don't I just go up there and take a load of shirts and just, you know, show people and go and have a look around and just, you know, immerse yeah. yourself a little bit in it and then see what happens next. So I'm, I'm kind of not setting myself any boundaries, but not really setting myself any goals in specific, you know, specifically just kind of rolling with it. That's one of the joys of, I guess, of it being a bit of a, a project or a passion of yours is yeah. you don't have to set any limitations on it, right? You can yeah. just, if you want to take a break for a bit, you can, because if you don't want to do it for a bit, you don't want to do it for a bit. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I respect that. Yeah. But as, as it's gone on, I, I'm getting more and more, <laughs> I'm getting more and more into it. And, you know, I've got a load of shirts, which... I want to do loads of shirts which I've got ready to do like I said I've got I've just finished that one I've got Gaza going on an England shirt and I've got I've got teams which you know I've got no connection to whatsoever but I want to put an image on like I've got a Palace shirt that's ready to go I've got an Everton shirt that's ready to go it's it is becoming uh, it's like a <laughs> it's like a, a sort of an extension from a football shirt passion it's kind of move you know it's linked, but you know, it's sort of taking over it a little bit. Or oh, that could be a thing. You could just design some goalkeeper gloves as well. Oh, don't, yeah, that white be... goalkeeper gloves and just throw some paint at it. You know what? That's a, that's don't you give me an idea now. <laughs> Keep an eye on that social media page, and you'll uh, you'll see some goalie <laughs> oh, gloves. Yeah. I tell you what, you need to do is you need to get that Man United goalkeeper strip. Oh yeah, and paint that design on the back of the gloves. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> Now that is a great idea. Are you uh, you trademarking that one? No, you can have that. One. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that, that's a great idea to be honest with you. Goalkeeper gloves and then put some classic strip design on there. You know. So moving forward, big fan of kits. Your your drawing, painting on kits. What what is your opinion on football kits at the moment? Are you a fan of the kits that teams are coming out with? The, the direction they're going are you i, I personally I, I it's 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 so hit and miss at the moment isn't it i mean there's so many shirts where i'm left disappointed big clubs as well big clubs which which so much could happen on on a shirt it could be so so i can't you can you know big big teams like i like I said about Man United, I can't. You know, I, I'm not a fan of any of their home shirts really for the last yeah. so many years. I loved the um, the uh, the black and white third. I think it was the third or away. You know the 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 dazzle camo style. Yeah. Um, I loved that one. I thought it was really bold. It's quite adventurous and looked great on the pitch. Um, I'm quite fond of a lot of these American shirts that are coming out at the moment. I think. Um, and even like when you, you step down the leagues in America, when you see like, uh, is it Forward, Forward Madison? Madison, yeah. And they've got the drip kit and stuff like that. Really bold, really adventurous. I guess that's because I grew up watching football in the 90s and I love that that craziness a little bit and that them colours and, and yeah, just pushing it a little bit. Um, but stuff that I've seen so far, I mean... Arsenal always have a good kit. I know uh, you on your podcast, you talk a lot about the Arsenal kits, but yeah, we do. They always, <laughs> they always seem to have at least one or two great kits that they release every season. And if you're to believe what's coming out next year with that blue, you know, lightning bolt styled inspired inspired kit, yeah. 
that looks that looks great um and i i'm quite a fan of that that yellow that yellow away shirt which are you? I, I quite like it i quite like it um it's very simple and it's got a nod with the badge back to the olden days which i do quite like um there's a lot of a lot of a lot of the sort of i don't want to say like lower league brands and manufacturers but a lot of them are smashing it you know like um i quite like the macron kits i know quality wise it isn't the same as what you get with your nike and your adidas but that hip shirt which i, I worked on is an absolute gorgeous shirt and i got one myself yeah. because i was just like this is a great shirt um uh, and i've just seen that they've released uh, a shirt with joma jo joma i don't know how to pronounce it, but, Jomma, yeah. yeah but they've just released um a new home shirt and that is beautiful it's got a map in the background and it's got a kind of like a, a different shade of green going like a lighter green going down to the dark and it's just so that attention to detail is just it's what you want in a football shirt you want those little details that that you can't you can kind of remember like I remember with these shirts, my my United ones, my first ever shirts. I even remember like the little Umbro tags on the side, and you know, just the tiny, tiny little details, and and they, that's what makes them special, for me. Personally. Absolutely, <laughs> I think you're right. Like the the higher up you go with your your brands, the less individuality you get with mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. No, two thousand and two, two thousand four, like. In my opinion, football shirts had lost a lot of individuality completely. Mm. Like Nike template, that T ninety template was everywhere. And and just to be a little bit um, <laughs> unpopular opinion of mine, I didn't. I don't rate it. I don't rate it. Um, I had. I I got the Barcelona shirt. I got, you know, and you know there are some big big teams. I mean, and quite iconic with the Dutch shirt, the Brazilian shirt, but. Yeah. I just didn't rate it. I did. I hated the Man United one, the way it felt. It was like, yeah, it didn't feel great, and the collar annoyed me, and the little white bit on the sleeve annoyed me. I just, I wasn't a fan. But moving on, it is the Euros. You're wearing. Oh, you got to just quickly <laughs> tell us what shirt you're wearing here because so, it's beautiful. Yeah, this is this is the uh, the England away uh, red one Umbro uh, from back in 1990. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is the reissue that got brought out around the South Africa World Cup, um, and um, obviously we were the tailored by Umbro range then, so it's it's you know it's got all the Umbro markings and everything like that. It's not an original, but it'll do for me. I absolutely hey, love this shirt. Yeah, it looks the biz, man. Yeah, and it's kind of stopped me from buying any England top <laughs> since about ninety eight. <laughs> I I have said it on the podcast. I've got my tailored by Umbro. 2010 England shirt and I have not needed to buy one since yeah 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 it's a beautiful piece of football shirt is that was that um, the one with the, the white collar that is yeah. yeah yeah I mean it's basic but it the fit the feel it's just yeah it's nice it's, it's a real nice shirt so yeah with the Euros coming up um lots of shirts being released are you a fan of the shirts any ones in particular you've noticed that you wanna? Yeah, I'm. I, I've you know, there's some, there's some real good, real good shirts and some absolute rubbish ones as well, like the Puma away kits, um, <laughs> which I just, I just don't get. Full stop. Um, great shirts though. Italy home, love it. 
absolutely love it. I like I like the England home. I I like that. I never get with with a blue shirt. I never quite understand why teams go for red as sort of like the main sort of detailing, like the badge yeah. and the Nike logo and stuff. I think if that was a white or maybe even a darker shade of blue, I think yeah that 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 would look great as well. Um, I absolutely adore the the Germany black shirt. I think that is absolutely perfect. Um, and yeah, you know Scotland, the Scotland home shirt as well. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's a real nice shirt. Wales home shirt's lovely as well. Um, there's there's loads of great shirts, and I kind of, that's what I, I kind of love that about a European Championship or a World Cup. You know, everything just seems a bit more colourful. Everything just seems a bit more vibrant, and yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this Euros. Going back to the England shirt, I when I first saw it, I, I wasn't too convinced by it. But I have to say, when I saw England play in it, they've got the red numbers on the back. Mm, and it yeah. reminded me so much of kind of 1998. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it, they had yeah. red numbers on the back. Yeah. And just seeing that, the red number on the front. That red and blue light. kind of down the down the, down, yeah, down the, the red and blue down the sides. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of just went... I went from hating it, not hating it, but not liking it, and then seeing the number sets and the name sets on it, being like, "That's that's brilliant. That's fantastic. That's that is the nod to history that I want to see." Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, and it's it's weird how, and it happens all the time for me where I'd see a shirt with the release photos, or you know, say if there's a leak or any, you know, and you'd see them yeah. online. And you're like, absolutely hate it. Awful. Why have they gone and done that? I, f I think I even said it when with the the United third Dazzle camo shirt this, yeah. this year. I was like, oh my God, no. Yet you see it on a pitch. You see the players wearing it and you absolutely fall in love with it. And I think that is the case with this England, this England kit, especially when you see players, you know, like Jack Grealish, you know, who's just running at teams with his socks rolled down, really cool and just... You know, it, it brings the kit to life, really. Absolutely. I, I, like I said before, I love, I, you know, I've always loved football shirts, always. And then it's only really recently where I've kind of discovered the community online, really. And, and especially when doing the art on shirts stuff, um, you kind of see that it's, it is a massive passion for so many different people. And you, you, I, I love it as well because you, you see shirts which you know that were around when you were growing up that you loved and that you'd forgotten about it happens yeah. all the time especially with like you were saying before the goalkeeper templates um i see loads of, of like inter milan ones you know i loved i grew up watching football italia oh, every yeah, weekend yeah, yeah I, I i loved it and obsessed with i mean and this there was so many um there was so many goalkeepers back then in the 90s that would just wear it felt like they'd wear a goalkeeper shirt for like one game and it'd be completely different to everything else. And then, you know, it might even be a completely different brand, like, you know, Walter Zenger wearing a all sport shirt in instead yep. of like, you know, the Umbro. It's just back then, or, or, um, oh, Paliuka for Sampdoria and he had that yellow Royce shirt with the blue arrows. You know, it was, it's, you see little, just people post up pictures and stuff like that. And yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. I remember what it was, that Man United shirt you're talking about, when they released it, they released it with that kind of 
dazzle zebra shorts. Oh god, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was horrible. Yeah, it was that's awful. I agree with you completely. Yeah. I saw it. I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, but and they the socks went as well. It, and they wore white shorts or black shorts, and when they wore it, I'm like, yeah, 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 because all of a sudden the design kind of. And I've said this before, like there are some shirts where you look at it and go, that looks nice, and then you see them playing, you're like, yeah, nothing special. Nothing special, but it, again, it would look good on you know, with a pair of jeans. But then you see other shirts, you're like, yeah. And then you see him wear it, and you're like, that's a good shirt to wear. Yeah. And that's, I think, this is where people like yourself can come in, actually, because there are some shirts that look brilliant. And as football shirt collectors, you might want to buy them. But then when you realise they look crap <laughs> on... <laughs> Because, yeah. well, like, let's say, go back to the England shirt. Yeah. I personally am never really going to buy a shirt with a name set on the back. No, you get to a certain age where that's it's not yeah. acceptable, really, is it? I did say to my wife last night, like, literally, just, I was thinking about it last night. I'm like, if England go do quite well in this tournament, I'm going to buy a Connor Cody England shirt. <laughs> but normally, I wouldn't go near it because you look like a twat. <laughs> so, I again, I think this England shirt looks quite boring without the numbers on it mm. so then you come in paint a Paul Gascoigne scoring a goal on it and all <laughs> of a sudden it becomes incredible yeah yeah I think and um with with that United shirt I um I wanted to I wanted to work on it I wanted to try and do something with it um and I put the the red roses all over and kind of kind of like a wallpaper pattern kind of yeah. all, all around it and uh yeah I mean I love that shirt, but I just wanted something a little bit extra on there, and uh, yeah, I, I get, I, <laughs> I get, I get where you're coming from about just just adding those little little extra details to make that shirt a bit perfect. Yeah. Right. See, back well, like I... back in the day, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, a lot in the nineties, it was for me. I mean, I know I've talked about. It, I, I live in the nineties. Let's just face it, but. <laughs> um, a lot of the shirts were great or really shit and and they've they've become a bit cultish now like the amount of people that you see wearing you know a shirt that back in the day you 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 would look at it and be like nah you wouldn't yeah, you yeah, wouldn't go and buy that so it is it's weird how things go i mean that's i don't really have much else to say really i think you've kind of covered everything that i wanted to talk about so yeah, I've kind of waffled, waffled on, but I no, no, no. You want to make shirts that people can wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I want to wear every single football shirt I own. Yeah, of course. course. And if I ever was lucky enough to kind of buy one of yours, I'd want to wear it and be proud to wear it. I don't want yeah. it to stay on a coat hanger. No, it. I don't, I, yeah, exactly that. I, I'd love for it to be out and about. I'd love to see people wearing it. If they do wear it out and send me a picture of it out and about, or even if they're playing in it, even better, that'll, that'll give me such a buzz. All right, so, Jake, thank you so much for giving us your time, talking about these shirts. Um, we are going to, if it's all right with you, share some of your photos on our Instagram. Yeah, and yeah that's, that's, that'll be awesome. Um, huh? If people want to look at your work, where can they find you? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the moment under Art on Shirts FC. Uh, you can see pretty much 
everything that I've produced so far, load of demos, and at the moment I've got, um, well, I'm gonna be pushing over the next couple of weeks, maybe a, a giveaway or a raffle or something along the lines. Um, I've got an Oasis, definitely maybe shirt, which you know I'm looking to, 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 to sort of raffle off, and maybe even the, the new New York City shirt as well, I'm, I might be looking to raffle that one out. Well, good luck. I think that's, <laughs> I mean, I think that's brilliant. I hope you manage to grow and grow because I think Thank what you, you're man. doing is fantastic, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on Art on Shirts FC. And, um, yeah, thank you very much. We'll see you soon. No worries. See you later.